You are listening to episode 275 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Hawley. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, party people. I am literally between sets of my workout, and I'm sitting here taking my full rest, which I'm going to goof up because I know I'm going to sit here and chat for more than 90 seconds, which is totally cool. I'm not in a rush to finish this workout because I'm feeling really called to record this episode. On my plan for podcast episodes for this week, I had intended to do a recap about my own calorie deficit, and that will be coming. More likely than not, that'll be next week's episode. Um, But I felt called this week to talk about something different, which is... (laughs) You remembering that, of course, you can do this. And when I say you can do this, I mean you can be happy, you can be healthy, and you can be peaceful and content. You see, in my years of observing, talking about, coaching through, writing on, I've literally written thousands of social media posts and emails and made hundreds, if not at this point, thousands also of videos. And I've done thousands of coaching calls, some of those group, some of those private, hundreds upon hundreds of texting, coaching check-ins with clients. And yes, there is a definite space for nutrition education for some folks, it really is absolutely life-changing to finally eat some carbs in the morning and have breakfast. For other people, it's absolutely the game-changer to increase and focus on protein at lunches and with an afternoon snack. For someone else, it is revelatory to eat the skippy peanut butter instead of the natural stuff that you don't really like the taste of. But the food stuff is transparent and straightforward when we would like for it to be so. And that means that we don't have to be, as I've said plenty of times on here before, you don't have to be sitting on a beautifully decorated cushion with your legs perfectly crossed, with incense burning in the corner, and absolutely no distractions except the cooing of a morning dove. That's not how you come to peace and happiness and contentment. And unless, you know, that fits in here and there, but the diet culture to me at this point with my wealth of experience, myself and with clients and a greater community, because I value when I speak to you, I don't, I don't care if I never coach you, if there's never like a financial exchange, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the point of all of this. The point of all of this is liberation and peace and contentment. That's actually what I care about. When I think about my ego and my ego in this work, for the longest time, I was like, I don't don't want there to be an ego. But I've realized 
<laughs> because it's so silly because we all always have our egos. Of course my ego is here. My ego is wrapped up in the hopes that more people feel fulfilled with their inherent peace and contentedness. I strive, I do have striving and I strive for that. That's been something, oh my gosh, I've been sitting with especially these last handful of months. Maybe life transitions, you know, like this move across the country, maybe those just bring that up for us because everything gets stirred up in one way or another when you're resettling into your life and you're taking stock of literally what you want to bring with you, what you want to leave behind and figuratively as well. Anyway, we'll chat. I can chat more about my ego if that feels helpful. Let me know. I can probably do a whole episode on that, TBH. <laughs> it's almost like our covert versus overt ego. And that's a whole, another way I've been thinking about it. Anyway, the root of an issue with food or the root of a diet culture habit being in your life is not so much the habit itself. It is thinking that there could be something that is problematic with you. To me, that is the deeper root of what I see when people get stuck in cycles and in habits that don't contribute to their inherent health, their inherent wellness. Because the diet culture is forgetting that you have health and taking it so seriously, that forgetfulness look around this week, look around at the messaging that is promoting striving and being more than what you already are or, you know, achievements or anything that does, you know, scratch the itch of the ego. They're based upon a foundation that is a thought that we take for granted and we assume is true when in actuality it isn't. And so if we approach the straightforwardness of health and wellness that we already know from a science standpoint, right, the six healthy habits, calories in, calories out, if we approach those subjects with our stressy thinky and we assume that that approaching of those subjects is in order to fix ourselves or to soothe problems in ourselves, all we are doing is reinforcing the thought. The, it, it's, it's cute almost when you start to separate yourself and you see the awareness of it. It's cute that we innocently assume via our imaginations that there could be things wrong with us. It's actually quite sweet because it's quite innocent because it's just a brain in its stress mode trying its best to create structure and logic out of life which often feels quite illogical (laughs) and quite not so structured but that mental stuff is very different than the healthful habits because if you look around you'll see people who have gotten to their healthy habits and who are solidly there who are practicing them more times than not who aren't striving to be perfectionistic who are just generally drinking water, eating decently, moving well, because it feels good physiologically for them and that supports them in the robustness of their life and their life desires. You'll see people do that without questioning it anymore. And you can also see people doing a lot of striving in their healthy habits where they feel like they're on the wagon for a couple months and then they fall off and then this or that. The habits haven't changed 
It's the thoughts that surround the habits. So this week, I'd like you to be with that. I'd like you to be with the feeling of that. You really, I want you to hear me with this. You don't have to think your way into health and wellness because it's already here with you right now. And that thinking is different than the awareness of, in general, healthy habits that support us physiologically. So we do the dance here of talking about both. Yes, there is a difference between what supports us physiologically and our thoughts and feelings about the things. And also, right, so it's like separate, but also there is a combination because we cannot forget that our brains live in our bodies, okay? So also, the physiological habits, the reason that they're healthy habits is because they actually support us in feeling great and wonderful. And most of us are running around like chickens with our heads cut off, squawking, freaking out about how we look, versus really truthfully asking ourselves, well, how do I feel? And we don't give ourselves enough time. We expect changes to happen in two months, and we question why we aren't where we see someone who's been doing this for two years, 20 years. We think there's something special about them or how they think versus recognizing they've just practiced it longer. They've practiced the healthy habits. And also, one of those healthy habits is really incorporating de-stressing ourselves. Not because stress is bad at all. Our stress process is 100% natural and inherent, you guys. It's just recognizing that we can stop striving to get away from our stress and instead incorporate and integrate it into our lives because, of course, living life has its stressors. That's why we have a stress response. How wonderful that we do. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. There's nothing wrong with it. It's simply when we take it so seriously and we take the content of the stress thinking so, so seriously that then it self-perpetuates and we get used to being on the train of the stressy thinking versus seeing it for what it is. Random content that comes into our heads that isn't personal to us. So, I'm going to get back to my last two sets right now I'm doing. And I hope this episode finds you well. As always, always here to hear your thoughts, your feelings. (laughs) I almost say those with asterisks because... It's much less about the content of your thinking, much less about the content of your feelings, and it's so much about the awareness, okay? So thank you so much for being here, and I will see you on next week's episode. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.